Welcome to the Diligent Chase Podcast. We are Kit and Erin, your hosts, a husband and wife team. We have big goals for our family. So episode one, let's jump right into it. Sounds good to me. All right. So we just kicked off year three or four, three, three. homeschooling our kids. We did. Right. So we now have a third grader. And a first grader. And then two littles. So big family, lots of stuff at home, just kicked off year three. We're in week two. How do you think it's going so far? I mean, I think it's going fine. I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff in the morning when I'm working. Mm-hmm. So it gives me work time. But, I mean, I think I think the programs that they're in, they enjoy. Because we're in Clever Dragons for Roman. Yep. And RVA for Sawyer. And we've got updated curriculum for Sawyer, which I really like with yeah. moving beyond the page. I think that's one of the big things this year is we've got them in really specific programs for their skill set, for their interests. And that's been really cool to see just kind of the maturity level of them aging up and knowing what to expect with school, but also being in really good programs for themselves. Yeah, I mean, it did take us three years to find that. <laughs> mostly, mostly three years of you going through different curriculums that you like. <laughs> and you finally saying, just pick one just and stick to it. Just pick one and let's go with it. Um, so we get this question quite a bit when we talk to people about homeschooling and working from home. How do you do it all? And why do you homeschool? I think those are the two big questions we get, or at yeah. least I get, is how do you guys as a family do it all and why did you choose to homeschool so i mean whenever someone asks me why i homeschool i always say i want to raise my kids and not let society raise my kids Mm -hmm. um because i just always feel like you're in the public school system or even some private schools the people around the kids around your kid, are the kids influencing your kid? Even the teacher has an influence, and it might not line up with my values. Um, so why not just let my values mm. teach my kid? And then I also think there are other social events, because that's always the one thing that they're like, oh, the social thing. That question drives me nuts. I just always think, <laughs> well, I can get them... They have friends from church that yeah. we can get together with. We're super they're, involved, yeah. Like there are there are other ways to get the social social interaction that these the mm-hmm. kids want or desire or should have. There's other ways to get that than school and in classroom. I mean, if you think about it in the classroom, how much socialization are they <laughs> actually doing? They're sitting at their classroom and they're doing their thing. And when they when they do have social interaction, it's most likely getting in trouble. Yeah, because Because they're they're not not supposed supposed to to socialize. Correct. So. I I mean, your mom has always kind of led the charge in terms of like this mindset for homeschooling within the family. And it's what other stage in life are you only around your same age peers? Never. (laughs) Except in that school building. You graduate high school, you're always going to be around people of different ages, whether you're in college or, and you know, your first job or other other stages of life. It just doesn't happen. And so to me, the idea of socialization being the 
primary reason you would go to school and not homeschool is kind of a crock. But not everybody sees it that way. It tends to be something that I feel like is people hear socialization and it just feels like this big thing that you have to consider when there are a lot of other ways that you can provide that for a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You were homeschooled. I was. I went to a small public school growing up. Pretty you much were homeschooled. homeschooled. Huh? <laughs> no, I was not pretty much homeschooled. Well, your mom taught at that school. She did, but not till middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> she was my middle school math teacher. Um, God bless that woman. She loves math. I it skipped a gene. Math was always really hard for me, and I think. <laughs> I like certain parts of math, but once you start getting, I think calculus, I was. Oh, I, was I never out. took that. I you, was like, you took calculus? No, I don't think so. I think that's when I was like, peace. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out. Um, Do you think that you being homeschooled played a significant role in the decision to want to homeschool your own kids? Maybe. I mean, I knew I knew that it works out. Yeah. You know, all my siblings, except for my. Oldest sisters homes were homeschooled and they're all doing fine. Like I, I think it works out. So I, I didn't see why. You like, knew the success of an adult who had been homeschooled well. I saw that I didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing I feel like I missed maybe were the sports. Mm-hmm. But I think even now it's evolved so much that there are homeschool sports teams and other things that you can get involved in as a homeschooler that weren't available when I was homeschooled. So even if I wanted to get, like, wanted our kids to be involved in sports, which they they are, Mm -hmm. um, they can, they don't have to go to a school to do that. There's other ways for homeschoolers to be in sports. Now, then I think back in the day, I don't think there were. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think that over the last, I don't know, even 10 years, probably 15 years, the opportunities for homeschoolers have just grown exponentially. I remember when we were in, when I was in high school, we had some local homeschoolers who would come for like one class a day or come for drama, drama club or something like that. And so I knew that there were those opportunities, but even beyond that now, like they have clubs, they have programs, they have schools, they have like co-ops, all the things that are really sports. They have all the things that really support or can support, uh, you know, a really well-rounded homeschool program for your kids. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think you're not missing. I don't feel like our kids are being, I'm missing out on anything important with not going to a school building. Mm-hmm. I think they have friends. They have a, they have sports that they can play. They have things that they can do um, with other people, with other kids their age, and even kids older and younger. So I don't think they're missing out on anything. And so I, why not let me be the teacher? You be the teacher. Because mm-hmm. I'm teaching them my values, the values that I want them to learn, and not having someone maybe that I don't fully agree with their mm-hmm. values teaching them. So It goes so much more beyond the academic piece, right. which they're they're getting, but then they're just embodying and living what we believe, which is really cool. Right. When, and you made an interesting point a little bit ago when we first started to talk about it, which was it's not even just the teachers influencing the kids, like, I could say we're going to send them to a private school or a private Christian school. And there are some wonderful private Christian schools. Right. Right. 
there's no, you know, judgment if your kids go to that kind of school. I mean, some families have to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that's a great option. Yeah. Um, and yet, just looking at the fact that it's a Christian school or wonderful Christian teachers doesn't give you the whole picture because you're not factoring in all of the other kids that are attending. And that's a, a big, that's that social piece, right? Like yeah. that's a big part of who is influencing your kids. And so I think that's a, a really important piece of the puzzle that you usually bring up because sometimes I like to think, Oh, well they'd be with Christian teachers, but who knows what kids are attending. And that's a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, maybe it's, um, I guess I could be considered a helicopter parent at that point, but I just think it's nice to be able to vet my Mm -hmm. kids' friends a little bit more at this age because they are influential on my kids' life. And so I, you know, I don't know. I felt like my, my my parents did, my parents taught me how to look at friends for Mm -hmm. good friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was by helping me vet friends when I was young. And I hope that I'm doing the same for my kids, teaching them how to, yeah. how to see character and, um, and how to have a good friend and be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And I think that in school, yeah, you can do that. I think there are a lot of kids that come out of public schools and private schools that have great friends and they're good friends. And mm-hmm. um, and I'm not dogging it. It's just the way that I look at it. And maybe it's my skewed point of view of I never went to public school. I never went to um, any kind of private school. I was homeschooled since second grade. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, and so it's, it's how we like to do things Yeah. and the way that we think, I don't think that it's good for everyone. And maybe it's, I don't know. I, I think everyone should give it a try, but mm-hmm. I understand like if you're not good with teaching or you don't have a mind for that, then you yeah, probably shouldn't stressing you out or, yeah. you, you know, you have to work outside the home or whatever. There's a there's a whole host of reasons that people don't homeschool. I mean, I that think are legitimate. I'm, I think I'm blessed to have you because I don't I don't think in curriculum mm-hmm. form. Um and so I I would be swamped with that and I think I would probably not be able to homeschool my kids if it wasn't for you having that curriculum mind. Um and going through that. I mean, I I kind of gave you a hard time when we started talking about this about <laughs> the curriculum and how it took you 3 years to go through it, but um but you've, we found something that yeah. works for both the kids that are needing curriculum mm-hmm. right now. And they're different programs. Correct. And, and yeah. they love them. Like, they love these programs and they're excited to continue to learn. Yeah. So I think I would have tried to dog it out with the curriculum. Like, oh, that's good curriculum. It has all good reviews. Sounds good. That's fine. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. And I would have dogged it out with it. And maybe the, the two older kids wouldn't have enjoyed being homeschooled mm-hmm. or enjoyed school as much. And it would have just been... A struggle for me because now I'm forcing my, my kids to do it. Now it's, it's me. Trying, yeah. And so yeah. I just, I don't know. So I'm blessed to have you. And I think if you and your spouse um, want to do that, I think that's something mm-hmm. that just keep looking at curriculum, find a way to make it. Mm-hmm. There's so many curric- mm-hmm. there's so much curriculum out there now there is, yeah. that you can find one that your kids enjoy mm-hmm. and they're excited to learn. And I think that's the biggest thing, especially with homeschooling, because if it's not a battle for you to get them to learn, yeah. um, that's already in but a good step. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, it's a win for sure. And that's a really good point because we talk about going into year three and making some changes in the curriculum. And at the same time, like it's not easy, right? We've had the 
<laughs> the battles to get the kids to sit and do the work and the struggles with the handwriting and the, you know, like balancing, uh, balancing it all. Right. And so, but it's worth it and it's worth figuring out what works for your kids so that they enjoy learning so that it, they don't hate it. I think it also helps to have like a partner in it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's single moms, single dads doing this, but even if it's just like your parents coming in or like, like if you are married, your husband, like that's something like, I think last year, you struggled. Roman was struggling with handwriting yeah. or math, and you were starting to get frustrated. And it helped to have you come and say to me, "Hey, can you just run through this with him?" And mm-hmm. I came at it a little differently, with a little fresher mind, like yeah, more relaxed. It's like a tag team, right? Correct. Like I, I and was I think I think that's, that's the thing. Like if you can find someone, you know, maybe if you're not married, or whatever like you or find your spouse isn't home yeah or... you find someone to tag the team off of mm-hmm. or have like oh you're gonna go over to grandpa and grandma's for history lesson and just mm-hmm. have that kind of thing like i think that's huge yeah. because it now gives your kids a different teacher than just you mm-hmm. but you're still getting the same values and in those instances those people can reinforce what you're teaching correct you know, they can say, yeah, man, like your daddy's totally right about this. And it just frames the the primary teacher in a different light for your kid. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, it's dad or, oh, it's mom that teaches me all the time. It's, oh, you mean, you mean my dad's actually cool? You mean, you mean my mom's pretty cool? Right. They know what yeah. they're talking about. It also gives, it also gives that the other person, like you do, I think you do more of the teaching, teaching than mm-hmm. I do. Um, I do more of like the homework stuff with mm-hmm. them. But it gives you a break yeah. from like I can't I can't do this. I feel like I'm running into a brick wall with his handwriting, and I come in and I'm like, come on, we can do this, and we we power yeah. through it, and I help him get through it, and it's just it it's a relief for both you and him at the mm-hmm. same time, and I think that's super important when totally. it comes to homeschooling because you don't want to have a contentious relationship with your kid, you right. don't want to be right. always feeling like you're just trying to like fit a square peg and a round hole with some of this stuff. And I think that's why you evaluate is what we're doing working, whether that's being homeschooling or whether that's the curriculum we're using or the time of day we're doing it, or even, you know, the, the pencil grip you're using, anything like that, just be evaluating it. But now I um, do have to say, you do go a little hog wild <laughs> on different gizmos and gadgets <laughs> to try to help them. It's the teacher in me. I know, but it is, it is out of control. Like Amazon my Amazon dis- cart. <laughs> it is an, a disaster zone when it comes to. But this is for school. Why we have, we've tried this already. We tried <laughs> that pencil grip that looks like a gun. Like what? What is he going on? He used those and they worked. I, okay. He doesn't and, need it anymore. <laughs> no, but what was the other thing you looked at the other day that well, I was like? Why? So okay, but to be no, fair, I'm also doesn't... I'm also a special educator and I teach online, so I was like dual. Okay, but researching, uh, oh, oh. but it was this really cute, um, like social emotional stuffed animal set or that stuffed it. set. Yeah. And, and it which... wasn't an animal. It was like this round ball and it had a face on it and the, the face had an expression and the color was different for the different emotions. And then you matched it to a poster on the wall. And so you can identify those emotions. And I thought it was really a great cute, in theory. great, great in, in theory. theory. You're right. And it I, would not work. I love to live in theory, but the reality yeah, that's is, that's what I'm saying. Like you look for these stuffed... theories Toys would be all and over our living room floor and stuffed in boxes. And correct. They would get lost so fast. I mean, look, yeah. 
the gizmos and gadgets that you try to come up with the theories, it's just not worth it. It's just stick with stick with what you know works, and that is not something that works. That's funny. You're right. I know they're so, just so darn cute. So okay. homeschooling is great. Just don't get caught up in the you, gizmos and it's gadgets. It's true. You really don't. You need minimal, right? Like you need a notebook. You need a pen or a pencil. And we took our kids this year to pick out their own notebook. And like I pick said, out a their solid curriculum. A solid curriculum. It might take you a couple years. We'll Try find some it. different stuff. And then, and then that's why you do not need stuffed pets. <laughs> you do not need stuffed animals. No. That, I mean, yes. If if you're adding and subtracting and teaching them at it. Use, Manipulatives. Use the ones you have. Don't go out and buy. Yeah. New ones that have a plus and minus. He's on staring their at me right now, as in like he's talking to I the just, audience. I know how the it's coming. But he's like, Aaron, I'm speaking this to you. Look, I, our daughter's bedroom is a hot mess with what? Dress up clothes and stuffed animals. Stuffed animals, yeah. It's I do not need to see any more stuffed animals <laughs> in my house. So all you teachers out there with a classroom. Go look these up because they're super cute. But if you're, I'll take a picture of my ki- my kids' bedroom. <laughs> if that's you're a homeschool <laughs> family, maybe not. <laughs> but there are a lot of neat things out there that can support. But the reality is, for the most part, you need a solid curriculum. You need pencil and paper. That's what you need, Good. and you need a few math manipulatives. I've, I've been told that I'm boring, and <laughs> I, I've told that I've been a wet blanket. And you know what? That's how I am. I guess that's just how I am. <laughs> So we clearly um, have had our ups and downs with homeschooling, but we've landed in a really good place this year. You've really got to power through it to make because, – because it's worth it, right? Like your kids and the values you're teaching them and their future, it's worth it. I think have a nice – like this year is something I think we're starting out with differently than we have before is a very mm-hmm. structured schedule. Yes. Okay, this is it. First off, Google Google calendars is amazing. Amen. Um, but – I, I think that's something that I think is completely different than what we tried before is you have set designated times mm-hmm. in what you're doing and where it's going. And I just think you have to you have to have that planned out. Yeah. So let's tie that in with why we're so structured and why we live off of Google calendars. And that's because Cause you work. We work from home. Because of your crazy work schedule. Because I do have a crazy work schedule, and you freelance, and you write, and you yeah. podcast. So, so with everything, this this ties in with the second question we get asked a lot was, holy smokes, you guys work from home, you homeschool, like you're together all the time. We do leave the house. Occasionally. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Try we to do. as much as possible. We do. So, but th- we get at, like, how do you do it all, right? Because to um, to many people, working, homeschooling, like that's, that's a, a loaded combination. So... And I will say this. I always say this. We can't do it without each other, right? Yeah. Like I, I couldn't work in homeschool. You have to have a support system. You have to have that and you and I are team. A, you and I are a support system. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's husband and wife. Like right. you need that support system. Yeah. Um, for, you know, doing a job and homeschooling your kids. I think you just, I was saying it before, you need a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I have each other, which is great. Um and so mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoy being around my family as much as possible. It's great. You've always wanted to be a really present dad. Yeah, I and like I like being around my kids. This and, lets you do that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I enjoy I enjoy hanging out with my kids and um and so when you're at work, I enjoy being around them and 
um, I enjoyed my time working upstairs in the office mm-hmm. and it's having a nice break. that time. Where, You're still working, but it's a nice right. kind of break from the, the regular chaos of having four kids. Correct. Like I'm, I'm working more on my, my stuff, the stuff that I want to work on or, you know, like work, work or mm-hmm. up in my office where it's a little slower speed um, than downstairs with the kids where it's <laughs> go. Like all you hit that bottom step, and especially there's with a child youngest. touching you at all times. Correct. Yeah, you're carrying one while the others are fighting. I don't know; they they don't do that that much. Snack, but snack, yeah, snack, snack. Who else can relate? There's yeah, like a thousand snacks. Um, but, but anyway, so I I, mm-hmm. I like being I like being around my kids. So yeah, so so for well. us, working from home is a high priority. Because it's one of the things that allows us to homeschool our family and to do it together um, and to have that support system with each other and for our kids to have the most amount of time with us as possible and for you to be a stay-at-home dad. And so, and for both of us to be stay-at-home parents. Yeah. I was going to say, you're you're a stay-at-home mom. Right. Um, So... But my schedule is kind of crazy, so it is crazy. it's a little bit random. It's mornings, it's afternoons, have, it's Yeah, you evenings, have more meetings and stuff you actually have to be at. I can mm-hmm. kind of do my work on my time. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, it's, you know, sometimes when you're doing school, that's when I'm up, upstairs working. Mm-hmm. And, and even then, it's nice sometimes when Quinn comes wandering up and I get to see her. <laughs> and she's she's been really nice to just, she sits on my lap and she's I can two. work. Um, but... It, you know, I don't know I I like being around, and yeah. I like you being around my our kids, and yeah, I don't know I like being around my family. And and we'll get into this probably in later episodes, but you've it's definitely a challenge to have that balance between like leaving your work in in your office and coming and being present with your family when you work from home. That's something that even just in the last couple of weeks we've we've talked about. I've had to kind yeah. of process through that, but um. So Google Calendars is our friends because we kind of live off that. And we put yeah. we we put homeschool on there. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And in fact, you know, I'm not typically like it. I have to be really intentional to get up early, <laughs> and I yeah. have been, and I've been using some of that time for for work stuff for church stuff. But the kids wake up early. We've been using like six to seven a.m. before breakfast as homeschool time. And like, if you would have told me that a year ago, I would have probably laughed in your face. But now. That's some of their most like. Chill. I've actually. I will have to say, I am impressed that you're getting up at five o'clock. I hear your alarms go off. And I'm like, there's no way I'm getting up right now. <laughs> like, good luck well, with it's it. Not five. It's been five fifteen, five thirty. But still, still. I, I nope. I'm I not am like up the there. don't. I don't want to set an alarm, and I would sleep, 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 sleep. Like, don't wake me up, kind of a person. But it tends to be better for my like mental health and how yeah. I handle the day if I have some time to process and actually wake up. And it's good that you get some time with the, especially the big kids wake yeah. up early. And so it's nice that you get some time with those two, because I know that once Quinn and Remy wake up, it becomes just mass chaos and you're yeah. kind of, you're always having to entertain Quinn. Like Quinn is always going to have to be either on your mind. Where is she? <laughs> The wild child. Or, Where is she? <laughs> yeah. Or or she wants to be right on your hip. Yeah. So. So that's why I think that this year it is working really well, though, is because we we have to have that structured schedule to to make sure like that accountability to make sure yeah. we're doing it with the other schedules, and so um, the kids have been really great with that this year so far. Yeah. We're only in week two, but. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll knock see. on wood. Yeah. They've done really, really well with it. Um, so 
I wanted to kind of segue a little bit. Let's see your segue. Here's my segue. Ties in still, but I have not given you, like, I've not prepped you for this question. No. But. You've not prepped me at all for I any haven't. of this podcast. So. <laughs> what if, if you could identify, like, your one or two or your top one or two favorite things about being a stay-at-home, really present dad, what would they be? It's kind of a loaded question. I'm putting <laughs> you on the spot. Well, I mean, obviously, like, getting to be around my kids is so much fun. I mean, the things you get to see them grow in and do. But then, you you know, I feel like we're constantly talking about all, like, the academic stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest. I love playing Minecraft. <laughs> it is awesome. I love throwing the football around with Roman. Yeah. Fantastic. I get to do a lot of that stuff. Like, it will be a random morning or um, more in the afternoon mm-hmm. now that school's there. But in the afternoon, it will just be random. Like... I'll get done with a project, and today, um, before Juana, Sawyer came up, and she just really wanted to play Minecraft with me, and it was just fun. Like, it's yeah. it's awesome that I can just be in my office, she can run in, say, I want to play Minecraft, I finished up my project, and I didn't have to drive home. I could just be like, oh, pop off my, my computer and run downstairs and mm-hmm. start a world with her, and we played, we played Minecraft, which I bombed. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. Um, she, you know what, though? Like... She was only bummed because you were bummed. Oh, I was bummed. She just loved that time with you. We got blown up by creepers. <laughs> and we were trying to set a spawn point. If you have not played Minecraft, give it a try with your kids. It is a lot of fun. Creative but mode. Crea- try it in creative cre- mode. Creative mode is what I started on, <laughs> and survival mode has been what um, Roman and Sawyer really like playing. But that kind of stuff. like I get to play, do the mm-hmm. random things with my kids at random times. I don't have to... Um, drive home. I don't have to be mm-hmm. in meetings all the time. Like it's just nice that I can yeah. work on my projects when I want to work on my projects, or when they're needing to be worked on, or when yeah. they do. Um, but I can kind of schedule things out to where I can be more present with the kids, and I enjoy totally. I enjoy doing that. Love it, and I think that's a huge benefit to them. Yeah, I hope so. You know. So. You lo- you love it, but it's a huge benefit. Like having a super present dad is a huge, huge benefit. I mean, it's been tracked and whatever, <laughs> studied and all the things. But they they love it, and yeah, they're very blessed. And I'm just grateful that I get to spend my days with my whole family. I, I like spending time with my whole family too. Like I think some people are miffed. Like well, miffed. I guess that's not the right word. But like they they're puzzled mm-hmm. about. Um, how you and I can spend the entire day together and to get along uh, for a whole week. <laughs> yeah. And we are still like, I, mm-hmm. you're my best friend and, yeah. and that hasn't changed. And we've been doing this for how many years? Oh yeah. You know, four or five years. Yeah. And so it's just been a lot of fun. And so I don't know. I, I love spending time with you as much as I love spending time with the kids. And I love being able to see you in between meetings. And yeah. it's not, it's not one of those things where it's like, we're calling each other, which is great. Like, if that's what you have to do, like, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But it is nice to be, like, actually see you. Yeah. There yeah. are some days where we, like, still feel like ships passing in the night, yeah, depending on the schedule. But where we get to the end of the night and it's like, oh, I can have a conversation with you. We've yeah. been together all day, but now I can focus. But we've had that. We have a lot more time for that throughout the day. And I think we usually get when people ask us about it, like, Two schools of thought. 
one, oh man, like I could never be with my spouse that much. That's so much time together that we would drive each other nuts. Uh, Or we hear, oh man, like how cool that you get to be with your family. How, like, I wish I could be a stay-at-home dad or like, I wish we could, we could do something like that. And so it's just interesting, you know, the different points of view that you hear from people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the other things that we do and are really working to implement um, now and in, in the last couple months is prioritizing our health and wellness. 100%. Especially, like, we've, we've got this new saying that we're saying, that we've got. It's called, we're going for 10. And that's like, basically, we, we want to do these things. We have these big goals for our families. We have these big goals for our health. And we're operating at, like, 70%. Like, I, like Dave Ramsey says, I wanna, I wanna get out of debt. Seventy percent. Yeah. I'm, I'm acting like I wanna lose the weight. Seventy percent. We're going for ten, for a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Going for ten. So, we've, we've implemented and, and embedded several things in our day. Like we're home, which means we're not going to a work, a, to a, like an outside job and walking all around. Like I'm yeah. not teaching in a classroom where I'm chasing kids all day. I'm sitting at a computer teaching online or home, or we're working with our kids. So it's not as active as I think it, a lot of people. I mean, it's active, but in a different way. Like we're, we're not, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Um, you know, yeah. when, when we're active, we're active with our kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and maybe it's not for the whole, like, you know, I work a little bit, you work a little bit, mm-hmm. I work a little bit, like, and so it's not a complete active from start to finish. Um, right. But, I mean, we are still sort of active. We, we are. Because but we're trying we to be more intentional yes. of being more active. We need to be more intentional about prioritizing our exercise Correct. and our eating and just yeah. our overall health and wellness. So we're trying to implement certain things, like, right? So going to the gym, exercising, doing specific types of workouts and, you know, eating really specific things. And one of those things that we're doing is our gut health supplements. Yeah. That has been something we've done off and on over the last few years that have helped in the past, but then, you know, sometimes we struggle with consistency with it, but we're really, because we're going for 10, we're going all in here, we're prioritizing it right now. So we're using several supplements that really target gut health. And I, what, I'd love to ask you what your favorite one, if you could pick one or two, what are your favorite oh. ones? Because we, we have a host, and I'm sure yeah, we'll get yeah. into them at some point. Um, they're super beneficial, and I, I love to learn, and I'm curious about like the practical aspect of, yeah. of them. So we'll get into more, but if you could pick one or two, what would okay. your favorites be? Um. I like the probiotic. Um, I think it's kept us from getting more sick than we we ha- mm-hmm. usually do. Um, so I do like that, but I don't know if that. I just you I, can go for more than two. Okay. It's okay. Um, I like the probiotic, but I I really love the ease, mm-hmm. which helps with my joint pain. And like I played sports when I was in high school and. I just played like street ball or whatever mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm playing football, tackle football without pads. And so um, my body's a little beat up and I like working out of the gym. And so my joints are just, mm-hmm. they're just taking a they're beating. They're creaky. Well, no. it, I can tell when I'm not on ease because sure. ease helps um, just ease that 
that joint pain. Mm-hmm. Um, helps tackle inflammation in the yeah, body. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it, that, that totally helps. So I like ease. Um, and I've recently loved sleep. Yeah. Um, I struggle with going, falling asleep and then staying asleep. Yeah. Um, Aaron has the other problem. <laughs> she can I'm easily like, fall asleep like, and up. easily stay asleep. Um, yeah. but, uh, like I, last night I took it a little later than I usually do. And I was out cold until yeah. this morning. Yeah, this like, until I had to go to, yeah, go, almost, to go to work. Almost yeah. Almost go to work. So I love sleep. Sleep, I think is my, the sleep we, and ease. Sleep and ease are my yeah. two favorites. If you're not going with that, like what triplex, yeah. that, uh, bio cleanse mm-hmm. probiotic. Oh. So what I, what I think is interesting, cause I know in my head the probiotic works and I know what it does. I think we should cut that one out because I think most everyone's going to start. If you start with, with the, the, like plexus is, um, mm-hmm. thing, you're usually, you're usually going to start probably with the triplex. The triplex. Like, and yeah. so I think I think the probiotic and the biocleanse should just be already in there. Automatic. Automatic. You're going to take that. I think additional supplements. Additional supplements. So yeah. like, which ones are your favorite? So I have okay. ease and sleep. Yep. Okay. So I, I am going to say I do love the biocleanse, which is included in the triplex. Right, right. That's a magnesium based. I just feel so much better. And if you can... I, if you can read between the lines of the name, BioCleanse. <laughs> I was so happy. We would have done this podcast, I think, probably two years ago. She would have just been I just talking. said poop. Yeah, she's, she would have talked all about it. I, she would have just gone into I just... graphic detail <laughs> that no one, they would have, you, the listener would have shut the podcast like, off. Just word. be done. Be done. I know I would have. Um, but it, it, but it's so good. Like you just, you're it less cleans bloated. Out your it cleans out your system. So if that's something that's that your system, which many, many people deal with, then BioCleanse is awesome. But I really am loving Vital Biome right now. So um, I'm finding that I'm much more consistent if I can tell the practical application of the supplement that I'm taking. Yeah. Like the Triplex, it's great. That's what I recommend everybody start with because right, there right. are very specific things that it targets. But Vital Biome, like, I feel better. BioCleanse, I feel better. That's and how I feel on ease. On ease, yeah. You can feel it. You know feel that. My body feels better. Yeah. And then you then you learn the science behind it and you're like, that's why. So I'm not a super sciencey girl, but I love to learn the practical application of things, right? Like, how does it work in my life? Why do I need it? What, why is it going to make my life better? How can I tell? So vital biome is also a probiotic. But what I've learned is that 90% of serotonin is, is created in the gut. So when I'm moody or depressed or anxious or whatever, like that serotonin is your master hormone. So if I'm not developing it in my gut well, or my gut's out of balance, and that's just going to affect my entire mood. So Vital Biome targets that part of the gut. I still don't know all of the science behind it, but it's... And you sound like you do. I'm <laughs> well, so thank impressed. You. I'm like sitting here like, man. It's that practical... App. It's just fascinating to me. Like, so for ease, there it targets inflammation in your yeah. body, which again, like I'm learning this, it's fascinating to me, is inflammation is the silent killer. It impacts so many things, especially diseases that we get later in life, like a lot of diseases can stem from inflammation. And so there's, um, I'm, 
I don't even want to say what I think is in ease because I'm going to get it wrong, but it's like green lipid muscle or something like that. Or there's something in this supplement where it like searches your body and eats the inflammation. It's kind of weird, <laughs> but that's why you feel better. So it's kind of weird. I just, I just know it helps. It gets rid of <laughs> like inflammation. All I need to know all. is that I feel better when I take it. Just give me the basics. Um, so for vital, for me, for Vital Biome, I just love that I feel better. Like I can handle the stress of the day so much better. Like the stress still yeah. comes because it's life. But instead of like feeling like I hit a brick wall when I come to the stress, I feel like, okay, well, this is something I have to deal with. Let's let's process through it and I can handle that. So that's probably right now one of my favorite. Um, we also have our kids on, on the chewable vitamins, which is great. And the yeah. kids vitamins, they've been like wanting them all the time. So we have to <laughs> one a day, yeah. one a day, but they're chewable vitamins and they're multivitamins, but there's also a probiotic in there for kids. So our kids are getting that gut health, Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, that is really, mm-hmm. I, I do like that they have kid focused stuff too yeah i feel Um, like if we can start our kids young focused on their gut health then hopefully they'll be in a better place than we were when we started that's true that's true Mm -hmm. um i will say there's there's one more all right let's see one more just because the practical application came to mind probio 5 that's that's the 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 that's um, part of the pie it is but remember we're learning about its effect on allergies that's true. So our son has really bad seasonal allergies. Just like every fall, every spring, sometimes randomly in the middle of winter, his eye will just swell up. So there's something in ProBio5, which is a probiotic, that that tampers down the histamine production in your gut. And I talked with our pediatrician like a week ago, and he was like, well, yeah, that makes sense because a lot of histamine is produced in your gut. So antihistamines, any allergy meds will have them, they bring it down. So if your probiotic that you're taking on a regular basis has it, then that's just naturally over the course of time going to reduce the amount of histamine your body is producing. So we've started to give that to our son. Yeah. This is your allergy supplement. <laughs> he goes, mom, I need my pill tonight. Great, bud. So it's just neat to see how God designed the body. I guess here's my question. Mm -hmm. If he's taking the kid's probiotic, Mm -hmm. right, does he need the... It's a different blend or strain of probiotics. Okay. Okay. Because I I was comparing them. Yeah. And I, again, I don't know the science behind it all, but that's a great question because I don't, you know, if we don't have to double dose, but... There are different strains that target different parts of the of the gut. But, you know, this is a fascinating topic, so we can get into it more and more in future podcasts. And we can kind of explore the different, you know, the different supplements and what they do and the practical application for the body. So I could just get, we kind of get really jazzed about it. We're, we're going down the rabbit hole. But, <laughs> um, so we're going to start to wrap up the podcast. But on week one... What I wanted to do was finish the podcast with a win of the week. A win of the week. A win of the week. So you mean from Tuesday to Tuesday? (laughs) Sure. Tuesday to Tuesday. It could also be what you hope to be, you know, what you're looking forward to this week. Or, hey, man, this really cool thing happened. But just ending it on a super positive note. 
Um, I do like the positive note. Um, win of the week. Do you have something in mind? Because you got to give me some, give me a little time to think. Of yeah. The okay. Win. So I, there are a lot of wins, but I want to narrow it down. So go I'm going to tie in. We so okay. So homeschool has gone really, really well. The first, like into the second week. So that's that's a positive. But I have my win of the week actually relates to a student that I teach. And um, I see him several times a week. We do a lot of reading intervention. And so he is just a, a doll. He's a he's a sweet kiddo um, going into third or fourth grade. And he he's not diagnosed, but I'm fairly confident there's a significant level of dyslexia there. And we're doing so we're doing reading intervention and we've been working together for nearly a year. And we're, we're working through this program, and we're working through this program, and he's smart, he's getting it, but the fluency piece isn't really, isn't coming. So we kind of recently paused our lessons moving forward, and I said, we need to practice what you've learned. So our last two sessions have been just reading the passages he's already learned, right? Some fair reading. I'm not expecting him to read any sounds he hasn't learned yet with me. And today, last week we read some passages, and then we'd read the same several passages today. And then, and I tracked the data and I was able to say like, Hey, you read that so much better, even after just one practice. And I started to time him to see how long, and I didn't tell him at first I was timing him because I didn't want him to like stress him out. Well, he started reading faster and faster. So I said, Hey, you just read that in 30 seconds. And his eyes just like lit up. And then we did the next one. And it, and it's, you just read that in like 32 seconds. That's awesome. And he just cut like, and he really was, he was reading faster and more fluent and you know, it's still obviously below grade level and he's not where he, where, where we're working towards, but the level of progress has been really cool and really encouraging and just super cool to see his, like to hear his mom, the progress, the progress. Yeah. and his mom's in the background going, yeah, that's awesome, buddy. Know. And so that's cool. he's just looked so proud of himself. And so he's put in a lot of time and effort. So for him to, to recognize yeah. that growth and to I mean, as a teacher, that's, that's what you're looking yeah. for. And it's cool that you got to see that not, you know, not just your, your work because you know, you're, you're teaching him, but that he's grasping the concepts yeah. that you have been teaching him and, he, and he's starting to progress and mm-hmm. we're in the, at least the direction, like you said, he's maybe not where you you both want him to be right um but he's at least getting he's, he's getting there heading that direction. and he's like so proud of himself yeah. which is motivating to continue uh, that's exciting and he we did one where and, and well two where it took him like a minute and 15 seconds to read because it's just a later one that had more sounds and then i said okay oh, hey, let's try it again and then he got it down to 45 seconds and then he got it down to 30 seconds and he was just like on top of the world so i think that that's probably my win of the week that's really cool. Yeah. That's that's a good win of the week. Yeah, um, it was exciting. How about you? I, I thought definitely you were going in a different direction. That's a better win of the week. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go that you beat me in fantasy football. <laughs> oh, man. The win I'm, of the I'm week. I'm having some good wins of the week. This is a good week for me. I'm not kidding you. We, we were watching the Packer game, um, and Erin has a lot of Packer players mm-hmm. on her team. I do. And... Every time, it seemed every time the Packers did anything positive, it was one of her players, <laughs> and she would come running in from the this kitchen. Is my guy. How, how my we have guy. how we have the game going is we listen to it on the radio and we watch it on TV. So I mute the TV because I like the radio broadcast. Um, and 
Aaron would hear the play <laughs> because it's it's a it's, it's a, a play delay. Ahead, yeah. Um. So the radio is a play ahead. So Aaron would hear the play on the radio, come running in, watch the play that she already knows happened, that we all already know happened, and then as her guy is running down the field or scoring a touchdown. She is jumping up and down, looking straight at me. That's my guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. And she knows full well she's playing me. I'm just excited. Listen, when I draft fantasy, it's in fantasy sports. It's not that great. <laughs> I try. And and let's be honest, it's our Packers. So I don't think you cared about the Packers at that, at that moment. The moment was. That's my guy. I was just guy. proud. It wasn't, it wasn't, I picked Packer players so I could cheer for them, and they were. It wasn't. Well. That's the Packers. And I was go Pack, go! You. Yeah, that's it. There it is. There's. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I've had some good wins this week. There it is. So I'm. I mean, we got it out. That was that was a win too, huh? Um, my win. Uh, this week. Um. I you know I don't know I. That's so hard because I feel like. A win, a win. It's not so much a win for me. That's okay. Um, I enjoyed hearing Sawyer today. Um, we were sitting there, and she had speech today. Mm-hmm. And she came. I didn't. I was working when she had speech, so I didn't get a chance to interact with her until after, after rest time. And you said to, to her to tell me how speech went, and what. Would what sound she's working on, mm-hmm. and she's working on the sh sound, mm-hmm. and she said "shoo" so well, Huge. so I mean the best I have ever heard her say it. And this girl has been in speech therapy since she was two and a half. It, it was amazing. She's six and a half, so um, four what years. Are the, what are the what are the words? Shoo she, and shy. Shy. That was the other one she said yeah. to me, and it was it was one of those things that I just I, I remember "shoo" because I. I we, your we always, your face when you heard her say that your face like your eyes got big like, it was amazing like yeah it was incredible and she was so proud of herself and so I think that was the number one like I know it took place today mm-hmm. and maybe I'm just short memory um it's a, it's a that's big, that was huge yeah. like I was just like wow that's so cool that mm-hmm. she's like 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 your student like she's clicking it's yeah. clicking like she's getting it um so that's a win. Um, if I have to pick a second win, because I feel like you got two. Yeah, wins. you can have two. Um, boy, um, I would say how how um, how worship team went on mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, playing worship team with the worship team Love on it. Sunday for church. I think it went really well. I think everyone gelled as a team. Though you know, what's cool about it is I messed up, um, and no one dogged me for it no one got upset no one no one even said anything i mean it was just all encouragements mm-hmm. everyone's just building each other up on that team um and so it was just it was really cool to see and the fact that i didn't have to md and um <laughs> you were and run the that. ipad um was even better um but not that i don't mind doing it i just prefer just playing not having yeah. to multitask um and it was just, it was really cool how encouraging. Yeah. Every team that I've played on with this worship team is always just so encouraging. And they've mm-hmm. taught me to be, I think, more encouraging. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's something I struggled with when I came onto these this team. Um, 
was being like always looking at positive and yeah. not dwelling on my mistakes. And so when I messed up, I just smiled and got back on mm-hmm. and no one said anything and I didn't have to say anything and it was all good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just great leading worship, um, for church. And yeah. so it's been I don't a know. Huge blessing for yeah, you and for our family. It's been amazing. So, yeah. so I think that's, that was a win just how amazing the team was, Love how it. amazing worship went for leading worship at church. Um, it was just, it was awesome. So I think, I think if that's, that's it's been a good case, week, it has, it has been a good week. Getting into a routine. That's a win. Yeah. Packers winning. That's a win. That's right. Lots of good wins yeah. this week. There's been a ton of wins. We got to keep focusing on the positive. Yeah. This is super important. I think there's a lot of times I get I get I get pounded down by negative mm-hmm. or like I think negatively. Yeah. Same and here. so it's nice to to end the podcast with a win oh, or a positive win. thinking. Or several wins of the yeah. week, positive, positive thinking. Positive thinking. Encouragement, really focusing on the positive because it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole of negativity. Yeah. And that it can impact so much in how we think and choices we make and the day to day. So Yeah. Some good wins of the week. I think even if you struggle with that, even thinking of wins of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great idea. Know. Yeah. One one win of the one day. One win of the day. Yeah. And just dwelling on that win instead of dwelling on all the bad that's that you probably went through or yeah. going through. And I'm sure stuff. you, yeah, I'm sure it's it's real. It just is easy yeah. to let that keep you down when when there is so much good. Right. So much good. Awesome. Well, that's what we're going to wrap up with today. This has been our first episode of the Diligent Chase podcast. There will be more to come. 100%. This has been a blast. So thanks for tuning in. We'll we'll see you guys next time. You will find that I am the awkward one. Uh, and I like to be cute and clever, and it doesn't always end that way. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks oh, well, for tuning you'll, in. You'll hear us next time. We'll talk with you next time. <laughs> One of the two. Well, One of it's the something. Two. Some sense. As long as you're not smelling us. Um, <laughs> there. Did I out-awkward you? You out-awkward me. Outro. All right. All right. Take care. <laughs>